Hello and welcome to the Bride Tender Podcast. I'm your host, Esty Gordon, and I'm here to tend to the brides like I tend to the bar. So mix yourself a cocktail and let's get ready to discuss all things weddings. So today I'm here to announce that I am no longer just the bride tender, but I am now actually a bride. And I have to say that is like still so weird. Um, I got engaged. I got engaged on Monday, May 24th. Um, I will let my now fiance tell the story on next week's episode, but um, yeah, I am an engaged woman. Um, always the bride tender now also the bride. Um, it feels really good. It feels really cool to be planning my own event after being in the industry, you know, all of these years. Uh, but I gotta tell you, it's actually kind of strange to be on the other side. You know, I have so many people coming to me with all these questions and, you know, I have to say like, the pressure is on (laughs) and the pressure is on because I want it to be the most spectacular day. But, you know, the more I think about it and everything is that, of course, I want everybody that I care about there. But the most important thing is that Ira is there, who is my fiance. And, um, I'm so excited and I'm ready for this next chapter of my life. And, um, you know, throughout this journey with all of you podcasting, I was single for a pretty good portion of it. Um, and I figured that I would kind of give you a little bit of the story of Ira and I and how we got together, how we met. I feel as if people love a good, feel good story. They love to hear how people find love. I know when I was single, which really was not that long ago at all, um, and I, you know, I saw a couple who I admired. I'd be like, how did you guys meet? And I'd hear their story. And I did that. And I asked because, one, I genuinely cared. But two, I also feel like someone once told me that when you're looking for the right person, you need to spend time around couples that you believe in their love and you love their love and that you would want the same thing for yourself. It's kind of like how in business, you want to surround yourself with the right people, right? So in love and friendships, you want to surround yourself around people whose relationship you would want it to be like. Um, you know, the same happiness, the same, you know, affection and care and trust that you see other people have. So I did that. I did that. I, I'm also super fortunate. I have parents who are married for 37 years in a very happy marriage. And I have watched them you know, continue to grow as a couple and grow in love as they get older. And I've also been very fortunate to have, you know, a dad that showed me the kind of man that I would, you know, also 
you know, want for myself. You know, my dad, the way that he did things and the way that he cared for my mom and, you know, myself and my brothers, he's a good man. And I would, I wanted the same thing and I wasn't going to settle for the wrong thing. I just wasn't. So, um, that's first and foremost, (laughs) I guess. Now, also in my plenty of time being single, just to give you guys a little, a little idea, I had so many people say to me and like for any of like my single people out there who's, who are listening to this, just know that I also experienced this for so long and I know how annoying it is and I know how frustrating it is and I will never like give that kind of annoying advice, but of people saying, oh, you know, when you stop looking, that's when it comes, blah, blah, blah. Okay, yes, Um, in the movies, that's exactly how that happens, right? So, yes, (laughs) I don't live, like, my life in that kind of fairy tale. And I will say that Ira did show up in my life when I chose not to give a shit about my dating life, (laughs) which I chalk up to a nice surprise and coincidence. But... I never want to be that girl who's in a relationship and gives people really dumb, really annoying advice because I've been on the other side of that, having to receive that advice. And I know when you're single, there's nothing worse than people who are happy in relationships trying to give you advice, especially when all you want is the same thing that they have and they're telling you things that like aren't really helpful to you. Like when you stop looking, it comes. But what if you're the kind of person that is focused on their career, is focused on their friendships, is focused on their family, that they're not necessarily all like up in just trying to date, like they have other things going on, then what? You know, it's like focus on yourself and it will come. And it's like, But what if you are focused on yourself? What if you're like extremely focused in your life and it's still not coming, right? So that's why I don't give that kind of bogus advice. Um, You know, thank you to everybody who gave me that advice. (laughs) But yeah, like, no. The advice that I would give anybody who is looking for someone and hasn't like found love yet, but like knows that it's going to be on the horizon is just don't segment yourself to only dating like one specific type of person or, you know, oh, they're my type or that's my look or I, you know, he's so cute or she's so beautiful or whatever. Like it takes a little time. Sometimes like it's not always off the the first date that you know that somebody is it for you or not. And like, it's always worth like, you know, unless you have a really bad first date, if you thought something was like kind of like interesting about them, give them a second date. Like it doesn't hurt to like get dinner or grab drinks more than once with somebody. Like I get that time is precious. I, I know when I went on a first date with someone and if I was not feeling them at all, I was not going on a second date. Like I can assure you on that. 
but sometimes it's going for somebody or, or giving somebody a chance that maybe you wouldn't have necessarily given a chance to that could end up being like the person that you want, you end up wanting to be with. So when I, but right before I met Ira, okay, so giving you a little bit of a timeline, okay, I had a very long-term relationship that went into my early 20s, okay, it was my high school boyfriend into my early 20s, and had I married him, I would not be the woman that I am today, so where our time was good when we were together. He is not the man that I should have ended up with. And honestly, thank God, I didn't settle for what wasn't right. And when I was younger, you know, it hurt so bad. You know, it really hurts when you give your heart to somebody and you're with them for a long time and you know the family and you know all these things and when you get hurt and but I I didn't let that pain stop me from trying to find the right person I I kept going because I knew that there had to be something else somebody else out there who was right for me so I ended up single for quite some time after that relationship. I dated a few people. I didn't feel anything was like really right. I did end up in another like more longer term relationship, a little under a year when I was 23. And I chose to end it right before I turned 24. And it's funny looking back now, because when you're when you're younger, you're like, wow, 24, I'm like so old. I should be like getting married soon. And like, it's not that way. And it's better to hold off and wait for the right person than to, so to say, get married younger and it not necessarily be the right person. So, um, I felt deep in my gut as sad as I was because I felt like I almost just didn't want to date anymore. Like I just, I wanted to be with the right person. Um, but the person that I was dating at that time wasn't right for me. And I chose to end it. And after then I had dated a bunch of people, but nothing was right. Nothing felt right. I didn't get really serious with anyone. And like the somebody who I did kind of want to get serious with, they didn't want to get serious with me. And I mean, rejection is tough, my friends. Like, I just, I just want to put that out there. Like, I'm not going to tell you, like, I like handled that, like all well and good. I definitely didn't. But all of those experiences are truly what brought me to Ira. So let's fast forward now. We all know went on a lot of bad, stupid, horrible dates. Um, you know, uh, went to dinner with people that I had, that I was there for two hours and couldn't wait to get out of it. Went home, told all my friends, my family that it sucked, that I'm over it, that every guy's a loser, whatever, you know, we all kind of have that moment. And then, uh, during the pandemic, 
obviously it made it really hard to date anyone because you had, if you weren't like dating by apps before, which I wasn't really, to be honest, um, you really had to because there was no other way to really date anyone. And last summer, 2020, I went on a few different dates with like a, you know, a few different guys and I was glad that I was putting myself out there, although it was a really weird time in the world. So like that was awkward and I didn't feel like any of them were it. Like I had just, you know, I was remaining single. It wasn't it. That was that. And then I started kind of seeing somebody in the fall. And again, he also was not it. And I just, it's funny how like when you like, it's like what they say, when you know, you know. And when I met Ira and we went on our first date and it's very funny because I actually have like a journal that I write in and on our first date, I... <laughs> I I I wouldn't say it was love at first sight. It wasn't. <laughs> I I wrote in it that he that I don't know how I feel about him, but that at least you know we had a really good conversation. And now after that date, I knew that he had wanted to see me again. So we went to dinner again and that second date, I was like, oh, you know what? I do kind of like him. Like, you know, I do enjoy like his company. And then we went on a third date, which was Valentine's Day this year. So just giving you a little timeline. I met Ira. Our first date was February 6th of 2021. So obviously, if you do the math on that, that was like a little less than four months ago. And we went out on Valentine's Day for our third date. And I thought, wow, like I, he had wanted to take me out to dinner. He let me know on our second date. And I was kind of like, not sure what I wanted to do. And then I was like, why am I not going to dinner with this man? Like, sure. Okay. Valentine's day. Like we don't have to make it so serious. Like it's fine. Like we're going to dinner and we did and we had a great time. And then we made plans for a fourth date. And on that fourth date, I really felt like, wow, I really like this guy. And I happened to have gone to the city a few days later for filming actually for the podcast. And I knew of this like Judaica store all the way uptown. And I know, okay, so we're both Jewish, just so that makes sense. And I knew that he didn't have a mezuzah on his door. How that came up in conversation, I have no idea, but I knew that he didn't. And I knew I was going over to his apartment for our fifth date. So I decided to drive uptown and I circled and circled and circled around until I found a parking spot and I went into the Judaica store and I asked to buy a mezuzah and the scroll because like, uh, like we're supposed to have that outside of the doors of our home and these two 
older men who were working in the store, they asked me who it was for. And I, at the time I said, Oh, uh, you know, a friend. (laughs) And they were like, Oh, you know, well, you're such a, you're such a nice girl for doing that. And I was like, Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And I don't know what made them tell me this, but they said, by the way, in, you know, the Jewish religion right now is the month of finding love. And I was like, oh, well, you know, thank you so much for telling me that. Like, that's really sweet. And I left there feeling so good. Here I am. I'm like, I really like this guy. I got him this mezuzah. I don't know what I was thinking. But I was like, and then I have these two older gentlemen running the Judaica store telling me it's the month of love. And I'm like, okay, like, (laughs) so random. And the next day we had gone to dinner and I went back to his apartment and we put the mezuzah on the door and we honestly just laid on the couch and we watched Summer House on TV, which is like one of my favorite shows. And I was like, I honestly felt at home. And I can truly tell you, I had never felt that way with anyone ever before. And now it's like, home is where he is. And it's funny because obviously we're not together all that, all that long. We're only together a few months, but we haven't spent a night apart from each other since February 27th. And in pandemic time, that's a very long time in case you all weren't sure. And it's kind of like, You could date someone for so long and still be unsure. And you could date someone and know so quickly. So, and everybody's story uh, is different. Everybody's is different. But a few weeks into being with him, like, we both knew. And on March 1st, we made it official and on March, oh, what date was that? Hold on. On March 5th, March 5th, we told each other we loved each other. And on March 8th, <laughs> we actually went, no, hold on. I'm mixing up dates. So sorry. Yeah. March 5th, we told each other we loved each other. And on March 7th, we actually went and looked at rings. And I know that like to anybody that would sound insane. But for us, it just works. Like, I love this man. I'm so excited for our next chapter together. I don't feel like we have to rush all these things after. It's just, I knew deep down, especially like when I was circling around Manhattan, trying to find a parking spot to like buy a mezuzah. Like, I mean, like I was like, I wouldn't really want to do this for anybody, but like for him, I wanted to so badly. And I knew I wanted to introduce him to my family quickly, which I hadn't done in so many years. And obviously I will be bringing Ira on the podcast and we'll grill him all with, 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 I will grill him with all the questions that you guys would want to know. But 
that's like, you know, we actually met. Oh, sorry. I missed a big part of it. <laughs> so Ira had been trying to make plans with me. So we actually started talking on Hinge, the dating app, and he was trying to make plans with me. And I had like just been like ending something with like the guy from the fall that I just knew wasn't it. I couldn't wait for it to be done. I was over it. I was over him. He was not it for me. And I just, I was like, I'm just going to be single. Like I'm going to give myself my own time. I'm doing so well right now. Like I'm, I'm focused on like building like going back to like work in the industry, being busy, you know, saving money, working on myself, working out every day. Like I was really focused on me and he wanted to see me. And I just was like, I don't really know. Like, I don't really know. Like, I don't think you're going to be for me. It's going to be a waste of time. And I wasn't really sure if I was going to go on the date And my dad was like, you should just go, like, just go. You have nothing to lose. Just go. And I decided to go. And I can tell you now (laughs) on May, you know, 30th, as I record this episode, that I'm super happy that I went, that my life would have been so different if I didn't go on that date. And a lot of people, you know, they don't want to go out of their comfort zone. They don't want to this. And like, Ira probably would have been like, not the typical guy maybe that I would have went for, but he is the most amazing man. And I'm so happy to call him mine. And I'm happy for this next chapter of my life and to build our lives together and to, and one of the best things about him, and there's so many amazing things about him, but is that he truly loves me for exactly who I am. He wouldn't change anything about me. He loves the ambitious side of me, the like over the top, ambitious, going for more, always thinking of new ideas, creative, juices flowing kind of girl that I am. And he makes me feel loved every day for who I am. And he's fit very perfectly into my life and my family and shown me that he is my partner no matter what. And that, and that brings us to the engagement where normally I would never think I would be telling anybody that I got engaged after basically three and a half months of being with somebody, but It's true that when you know, you know, and you know, as you get older and especially with this pandemic, you see that time is so precious. And if you love someone and it's just, and it feels right, don't worry about what other people are going to think or that they might judge that it's like, Oh, how can you do that? It's like such a short amount of time and this and that. Trust me. I have people telling me that, but that's okay. Like they're entitled to their opinion and I'm definitely entitled to do whatever the hell I want with my life. So I'm excited for this next chapter. I'm excited to be in the midst of planning my own wedding, although it's still definitely weird being on this side of things, but you know, 
it's a, it's an exciting, exciting time. It's an exciting time in my career being so busy. It's an exciting time having this podcast. It's an exciting time having, you know, a wonderful man beside me who just supports me and, and all these things that I do and my own craziness and being just, you know, busy all the time. But, you know, he, he loves me for me and it feels really good. And I wanted to actually read you guys something. Normally I would never share things like this, but we, uh, being that I do have a journal, um, <laughs> that I write about, it's funny how things can change in such a, sh- a quick amount of time. And I'll tell you all this. On Saturday, February 6th, after my first date with Ira, this is what I wrote. I said, I said, I ended up going on a date with Ira today at Mercado in Massapequa Park. We sat outside and that was annoying because outside was really cold. He's super COVID conscious and I don't know exactly how I feel about him, but at least the conversation was good. That's what I wrote about Ira on February 6th. (laughs) And this is what I wrote about him on February 26th. The night before I really started staying with him. I said, I miss Ira today and I'm kind of hoping I see him tomorrow night and we spend even more time together. I want to lay around and sleep next to each other. I said, God, please continue to keep me healthy and safe. Please continue to keep my creative juices flowing. Thank you for everything. I'm feeling the best I've felt in a long time and truly happy and inspired. I wrote that 20 days post my first date with Ira. It's amazing what a short amount of time, like 20 days, less than three weeks, could do. And I'm just... For advice for any of my single girls out there who are listening or single guys, anyone, anyone single who's listening, just know that, you know, everything can change in the blink of an eye. And I sat where all every single person sat. I sat there on February 5th, just, just a few shy months ago, February 5th, I was, I was single. February 6th, you know, I went on my first date with Ira. I didn't even know where it was going. I didn't know what, you know, anything. And, you know, by the end of the month, that was it for me. I knew he was it. He was the one. I didn't want to be with anyone else. So if you're, if you're ever wondering, should I go on that date? But they're not my type, but they're not this and they're not that. And they're whatever. Do it do it. Go on the date. You have nothing to lose. Go do it. Go have a good time. Let loose. Let your guard down. Be, be, be free, be creative, be fun. You know, life is really short to be anything but those things. And, you know, you never know what could come out of it. So I'm not going to sit here and tell you when you stop looking, it will come because yeah, that's annoying. What I'm just going to tell you is don't, don't hold back with the fear of being rejected. Go in with open eyes, 
and an open heart in any situation. Because I think a lot of people thought of me kind of as like a hopeless romantic beforehand of like really just wanting things to work out. But I always knew when to pull the plug on something when it didn't work. And I didn't want to waste anybody's time, let alone my own. And, you know, with Ira, I was in the space of doing my own thing and giving up caring about having a partner. And by giving up caring about having someone, I did find someone that I care the most about. And that's my story. And that's my story about how I met Ira. And there's so many reasons of why I'm in love with him. But I will save that for next week's episode. When I bring him on, um, I'm sure he'll be really excited. Uh, He's (laughs) definitely a little shyer than me. But, you know... He enjoys watching me do my thing and it's nice to be able to bring him in on something that is so personal and fun and awesome for me. And now, you know, that he's the groom, he's the groom of all time, making us spreadsheets. So yeah, uh, I hope all of you find yourselves a bride or groom that knows how to make the spreadsheet because he is just, he is excited about being a groom. And, uh, he's getting all the financials in check. (laughs) Anyway, thank you all for tuning in to today's episode of The Bride Sender. It was really nice this past week to feel all the love from everybody congratulating me. I'm super excited for this next chapter and I'm really excited to take you all along on the journey. Um, you know, As you all know, we put out a new episode every single Monday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Breakers, CastBox, and really anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Um, I put out a new video every single month. And if you didn't already watch my video for May with uh, Sharon Nicholson from the Knowlton and Nicholson events, please head to YouTube and subscribe, like, comment, let me know everything that you feel about my video. Uh, if you're not already following me on The Bride Tender on Instagram, please follow me at The Bride Tender for all fun facts on the wedding industry, ways to save money on your special day, and uh, learning about the best in the business to execute your wedding. Until next week, mix yourself a cocktail, slide into my DMs with questions you want answered on all things weddings. Stay sane, stay healthy, and I'll catch you next week with my groom. (laughs) Bye.